2: Welcome to the very latest edition of the Premier View Tipperary GAA podcast. Don't forget to give us a follow if you haven't done so already on Twitter. We are at Premier View Pod. On Facebook, our page is the Premier View Podcast and on Instagram, where we are Premier View Podcast. We have up to the minute news and all things tip GAA across all our socials, plus the odd giveaway. So don't miss out. If you're a Spotify listener, don't forget to hit Follow. And also hit the bell so that you never miss a podcast episode.
3: Hello, and welcome to the Premier View Podcasts, episode number 112. And it could be our busiest episode yet. Don't low Cusack, Martin Brittany. Your boys took one hell of a beating at the weekend as the greatest show on Earth or the greatest show on Turf swung back into action with round two of games. Twenty-four games, as I think it was, absolute crackers. We had late, late winners, um load or not so many draws this round, but load of action. Goals galore, some load of action on the club where I was flicking between games as I at games, loads of drama. We have a couple of teams in relegation. We have one or two teams top spot, but by and large, there is plenty to play for in round three. We're going to start at the top of the ladder. Uh, senior hurling group one, drum and inch lads. They've certainly made a statement. Your neighbor, Sean Smith, I'll come to you there. Two from two for drum. They'll be surging up the power rankings at uh this week.
2: Yeah, um, because again, we're Drum dropped their flyer, one two there on the board, and I was like, This could be. Kind of whitewash, but by God, Mulholland, there's something about me. It just they dogged them, they hit them hard. Like they gave them, they brought it down to the wire. Kind of in the end, mm-hmm. it was it still was five point victory, three twenty one to two nineteen. But like Rome looked to pull away, but Mulholland will give anyone anyone any trouble. Like I, like, year we probably had Mulholland as one to maybe kind of favourites go down. But at the moment they're fighting yeah, hard physically, it. and but the problem was they're probably a bit young in the backline, maybe which already cost them mayor on the game, but as the game got going, the backline line went into more, but you know, we have to get that win and that's them now through, you say,
3: Yeah, I think there was a bit of anti-South bias from the South lads, I think maybe at the start of the year, maybe thinking that uh the were maybe favourites for relegation, but I, I was kind of flicking between this game and another one and you're kind of drawn into this game because Mon were just they refused to kind of die, you know, like, um, uh, probably a, a soft enough second goal probably cost them, but you know, they were there's certainly a lot. And what they face now is, uh, you know, I won't call it a do or, do or die battle because you've Nina probably are true already, but you know, they have a great opportunity to make preliminary quarter final by, you know, by beating Nina. it be this Drum and Inch have the top spot in the group, and Brackens are in relegation. So, from this group, so great chance for Mulnahon.
1: Yep, great transfer from one home to qualify out of the group. Uh, look, I think we were being fair to start of the year by uh, starting the group stages by saying, by by questioning them, you know, they they lost to to Seamus teams two years in a row, but they responded, they shoved words down their throat anyway, and you know, and they put in a big performance. Um, probably you know, conceding the goal fairly early and another soft goal, you know, like as I said, a five point win for a Drum, but these lads just don't know how to give up, do they? They just you know, the, if if you're willing to battle all day, you, you stand you stand every chance of winning a match.
3: And Mikey O'Shea looked particularly impressive, didn't he? Stephen in the full, in full forward line, he caused a lot of problems there.
1: Yeah, he's a fantastic hurler. He's um, you know, and getting he you know he's really coming into it now. Like he's he, he's you know going man now. You know he's not an underage hurler anymore. And uh, Mulholland looked him to produce the goods, and he's producing them. You know, so he can't do any more than that.
3: And Sean, just to the word on drum, maybe back to you. Look, they probably did what they had to do in this group stage, you know, to to go through probably a, a soft enough divisional exit. But um would you put them in as, in as real contenders now?
2: Yeah, they kind of just went out and made kind of can kind of be out against Lockmore. but I always have them in the last five in the top six in the county. So like you don't want to get anyone to play them like with the caliber, they're getting their wins on the board, they're doing it impressively. I know I'm all hung in, but still. They're not kind of having to kind of flatter see to put aside Nina well as well, you know. So David Aaron and kind of looking on her teams now, that's the one thing drummer like kind of seeing or less around.
3: Yeah, and Garris was well, your, your commentary's gone a bit viral there with the, the county <laughs> champions 2022. Um, you know, it, not not the best title defense in the world, but that was a cracking game against Ross Gray. Wild and clear,
4: I was going to touch on Nina really quickly I did the game for Clubber there The weekend And one thing that really impressed me With Nina was the bench Jesus Ben West came off the bench And Ben I suppose Been starting for Nina Over the last couple of years And he's been dropped the last few games And he came on and changed the game The second half um, Obviously 5-15 to one fifteen, 15 He came on and scored a pint But he's up two goals and a pint And Nina without Tommy Heffern And Jake Morris They're back in my reckoning um, I thought they'd struggled big time without Jake, but but they're back in my reckoning now for the county. Um, but yeah, moving on to Killer And listen, I think everyone in the county loved Killer one win last year, and coming into this game, I I was hoping they'd win as well because I think they're everyone's kind of favourites as well. Ross Gray for me were probably the favourites to go down, but they're safe now, lads. This was an absolute cracker. Shane Fletcher didn't put the ball for the first twenty minutes. He did end up scoring two one in in the space of three or four minutes. Um, Ross Gray really showed up it was Ross Gray last year. That um that showed up um Fletcher Connor Sheedy like Connor Sheedy was unbelievable to wing back um Alan Tynan scored one three if you have to look at Connor Dooley's goal again lads goal of the year it was unbelievable five players involved in it um but disappointing for Killer One. Keeno Kelly was back uh Greg Morgan was fit Nyla Mara was fit James Hensy came off the bench got three points it was just yeah disappointing way for Kilroy to end the year and lads continue you, like you're looking at probably Brackens Killer Kilroy at the moment, Temple and Clonauty in relegation Like Jesus, that this is I don't think any other relegation in our county Is going to have the quality of teams like this
3: That's it, exactly And you know the three to four groups here So you have two versus Gray. Could uh, Rosgrave in the final round of the games Could they cause a bit of a shock They're upset Thoom and go through Not just stay up
4: 100% if two, if Roscrea be Toome I wouldn't be surprised I was very impressed with my Kerry in fairness my Kerry and Roscrea obviously drew the first day I thought Toome would blow my Kerry away but, were Roscrea and my Kerry drawing it all right two teams already fighting out for a but I was very impressed with my Kerry, and I wouldn't be surprised if the Rosgrave had turned up yesterday turned up against Toome obviously I think Darren McCarthy might have picked up an injury I'm not too sure um, Toome are true they might rest one or two lads Roscrea could top this group lads and I wouldn't be surprised at all and be well deserved
3: yeah, I think too, maybe need that highway, you know, go and win the group, maybe. I know, as I said, Dara McCarthy, and that was the tomb, tomb of light, the Friday night light so far. Probably didn't reach the heights that they reached in the first game against Curran, but got the job done versus Mike Harty. Oh,
4: geez, yeah. And I, I watched the game though, and Dara, again, like 1-7, like, I've seen talents come through in, in the last couple of years, and Dara's come through very quietly. Like, there's been no real, I suppose, massive talk about him. But, like, I wouldn't say it's a one-man show this year with Toome, but himself and Jack Delaney, Jack got three points in play, but was brutally quiet. And I mean that in the most positive way possible. Dara is just running the show for Toome this year. Everything he touches, and that's that point he got in the sideline. He went left, he went right, he came back to his left. It was unbelievable. Um, but yeah, fair point about Toome. They probably want to wait well, look, obviously do not win all three games, but, look, if they have a chance to rest one or two lads... I don't think they'll be stupid enough to I suppose play lads with injuries or anything, but um geez, all these groups they're just after teen up to be absolute belters. And um no, I've been very impressed with them. a Nice young team. I think this year is going to come too soon them but they'll definitely be knocking the door there in the next two or three years for a couple of Dan Breens, I'd say. One, One thing
2: a, just for just a tomb. I not know. If games and they're kind of rattling the first five or ten minutes as well, like same against McCarthy there, the doubt. Yeah. And just but McCarthy again, same as against Ross Grey, a lot of wides are kind of killing them in games as well. No. Lose my couple of points, and just why he's are
3: killing them same against Ross Gray. Yeah, my my have yeah. been a team over the last couple of years, haven't they shown like they almost yeah. good, like they just need that big break, Joe? I suppose yeah. there's a bit of Holy Cross about them, you know. They just the kind of a lot of kind of underage success and, and that like, but it's not it's it's, like Gar said, it's a very hard championship to kind of to break through in. But you know you just need that kind of landmark win. But, you know, at the end of the day, that's a relegation quarter-final almost now, the way score differences work between them, themselves and the county champions of last year, Kieran. so they are where
4: they are. And just like my character, I consider them a good, solid yardstick as a senior team. If they went down Premier to meet it, they'd, I'd say they'd bounce right back up. They're just too good for Premier to meet it, and they're probably a small bit lacking a small bit of quality to be at the top, a top table in senior, but... Um, again, I wouldn't be surprised if it's Killer One. Now, saying that, Killer One, the first 25 minutes Killer One hurled yesterday, it was the county champions that hurled in that first 25 minutes. So I'd imagine if Killer One, the real Killer One show up, they will have too much for my car key. But Jesus, the way this championship's gone, you, you you couldn't call it.
3: Exactly. And look, moving on to, are we going to call this a, a, the first mini-controversy of the weekend, I suppose, Lockmore, the lock the Lockmore Holy Cross game, the, the scoreboard controversy, or, you know, we had a... Had a bit of it here with Holy Cross, maybe kind of going for goals, drop dropping balls in around the square when they could have maybe a point. would to do and got a very very valuable draw.
4: Just found that before. I, I I didn't really see. I didn't see the game at all. But on the controversy itself, I think it's absolute nonsense. Now, if anyone from Holy Cross is giving out about it, they're only got themselves to give out about. It. I'm probably going to get a load of backlash here. Ah, This this day and age, you have your PROs, you have your your social media, I suppose, people looking after the scores, um, between the four officials, the referees, like, Jesus, lads, how they didn't get a word onto the field. The players are the ones here that um, are completely blameless. It's the sideline and the committee, whoever. This is completely on their hands. That's an absolute disgrace what happened to Holy Cross players, because that would have gone over the bar and it would have been a well-deserved draw because... Again, I did the Holy Cross game against Oxford. They were absolute dynamite. So, again, this is completely on the sideline and the community from the Holy Cross point of view. It's great, really.
3: And, uh, you know, you see, uh, I see Kyle Barrett got the clubber man the match in that one as well, you know. So, you know, they like, they, were, they were just so close. But Lockmore was watching bits and pieces again of this one. They're scoring, last. They just have runners from everywhere. they just have finishers like the McGrath's just so in They can, like, no at one point there. There's no back, back lift again on it. Just... It looked like he barely stroked the ball and went 60, 70 yards over the bar. Like, they're just, again, like, you know, they're, 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 I, so, I suppose, they've been around the block so much, so much uh, the last couple of years, but, you know, they have to be seen as contenders. The scores that they are putting up are really impressive. I know they're conceding a few as well.
2: They're being cut open for goals very easily. Cole mm-hmm. Cross got three, like another three or four, to be honest, um, on that. Like, they cut a on half hour and got one five. And his shooting was unreal. Like, for a lad that we normally corner back, he was slotting them over. they movement moving for the score as well, it was excellent. But, like, again, the score thing lads on the sideline know the score. Every team has two or three lads with stats. And, like, someone should be like, where a point down? Why the fuck is lobbing this in? Like, and everyone going up for it. Like, I don't know. You can't can play and score more, I think, in this is throwing fault. But, like, bounce back, they're capable of scoring, score 320 the weekend. Like, That'll win most games the weekend, but against Lockmore, where they're scoring 30 40 points, they're kind of struggling. So that's probably holy cross.
3: Yeah, it is a fair point. Frankie McGrath probably be looking in you know, ways to shore up that defence, but they are being cut open by by runners again, with, with due respect to Temple Derry and Holy Cross. They're probably not seen as real, real damn green contenders yet. So, you know, Lockmore maybe have that bit of work to do as well, but they'll be happy with a shoot in a shootout with any team you think.
4: Just a lot more I, I'd have no concern at all From a lot more point of view On what they're conceding Like I did a game Against Temple Like they just seem They generally just seem To be in second gear lads They're like a horse Getting ready for, for the for the arc at the, at the end of September They're just having Their prep runs Getting ready for For the big county final At the end of the year I'd have no concern whatsoever They're doing enough To get over the games And I tell you When it comes to knockout stage, They won't be conceding 320 Or conceding 30 points in games I just think It's like a cat and mouse Kind of thing And that could be me Completely exaggerating now, but they're like they're playing, like they completely play with Templary. Templary scored 418. Imagine being Templary and saying before a game we're going to score 418 against Lock Moore. We're still going to lose by six points. Like, mother of God, I just think I they're, they're my favorites at the moment, and I'd have Nina uh Nina's second favourites if Jake is back, but I think they'll be completely fine defensive wise come back out stages.
3: Yeah, and I suppose the other game in that one was Temple. This one was Templary In Upper Church. This one was nip and tuck for a long way. Um You know, watching this, but again, Temple Derry just, you know, falling short, falling short again. I think it was five points in the end of late, late Upper Church score, probably swinging the form. Kind of leaves Upper Church in a bit of kind of no man's land here, just looking at the the permutation. They're they're up against Lockmore next. So, you know, obviously the the toughest one to come, Holy Cross versus Temple Derry is the other one. I make it if Holy Cross beat Temple Derry, they'll go through anyway, because even if Upper Church win, uh, well, that would that would put all four on on four yeah. points, but the score difference. Church would need be, a
2: big win, wouldn't it? Church yeah. need about a six, seven point win, and Holy Cross because of the, the score
3: difference. Because of the score difference, so Holy yeah. Cross that you know they put up a good. So you know it's third place would be most likely for Upper Church, but mm. you know they 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 don't want to. I suppose look, they probably won't end up in relegation if Holy Cross get the better Temple Derry, but you know Temple Derry would be the second year in you know since going up that they be been relegation semi final, but. They won't go down easily if they are in that. We'll write them off too early yet and putting them in there.
4: No, not at all. Like, this is a blurry team. It's one thing that they've lacked the last couple of years. They've, tw- they've 12 or 13 real top-quality senior club hurlers. They're just lacking that strength and depth. And, like, still, at 118, there's nothing wrong with that kind of scoreline again. But, like, looking at their minus 13, like, they need an almighty miracle against the cross. Like, they, they need, a, what, a 12, 13-point turnaround against against Open Church. So, look, I wouldn't be surprised if they won. If it won't be enough, though. um. But then again, coming to relegation semi-final, like, your killer one... Um, or any other crowd that like you don't want to meet in Temple Larry because these lads I tell you they've got, they've got a bit of spine they have and you definitely don't want to meet in in a knockout game
3: Absolutely, now as I suppose one of the other moments of the weekend, F. Lee, Lee race into a lead <laughs> over Killian, you know, ever not good I actually Please. turned it off to be honest again to some of the other games on, and you, you flick back 20 minutes later and there's Killian, have it back to two points and you go, oh Jesus, and then look I think Brendan Marr was taken off at half time injured, but you know, he came, he brought himself back on early and look, the magic is there it is on the social media, it is great they needed a goal from somewhere, but it's like he passed it into the back of the net again like an ironer and just kind of chipped, chipped it in there perfectly into the corner. Uh, brilliant goal. Uh, he oh, puts him in poor position.
4: So, just on Brendan, a lot of people thought he was taking off injured. He wasn't. Brendan actually ran out in the field for the second half, let's. Yeah, so he was actually on the field and he basically fainted. So he fell, he fell ill. Like he, he basically just had no energy whatsoever and he fainted on the field. So, like, I know the backstory to that goal has been, I suppose, the commentary and then Dennis Kelly calling him Lazarus and everything and me going, (laughs) oh, mother of God. I swear to God, I said, oh, mother of God. And I came up about 20 times after I heard myself saying it. But for Brendan Tafalil, basically faint, he passed the HIA then, come come off the bench with five minutes to go, three or four points down. You could not write this stuff. Like, it was just.
3: And the momentum completely against them at that stage because they're after blowing a big lead.
4: Oh, come here. And ju- just leading up to the last five, six minutes, Bursi, I had a, actually my notes here. It was 18 points to five in the second half. Like Kielang and I mean, steamrolled him. The game was done and dusted. The energy was gone from the game. The atmosphere was gone. And all of a sudden, Dan just goes down the sideline. And how he wasn't pulled and dragged down, I don't know. How. Yeah. It was- John Kavanagh wasn't done in him But lads oh, Jesus Christ It was just the greatest drama I felt like I don't know I felt like it was my own club Or something Do You know It could have happened The other way around it just got, 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 We all got completely lost In the moment But isn't it great though The whole country's nearly Talking about Brendan today And, and the club hurling and tape It's absolutely brilliant to
3: Absolutely But you know Look I've, 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 I've this group open now On the You know The permutations are nearly endless here uh just I, I suppose touch on the other game was I suppose Sarsfield's dug it out against Clenolty Sean could there be any other way for this game it's going to be, close um, it be a bit of an arm wrestle
2: yeah it was as i was going to suspect it's for talk but we kind of finished very strong the last five minutes Um Hamid Isle off the bench got two points and Sean Water got a pint, so got four points running in home there um, kind of similar against Church, finished strong the last five ten minutes kept the game plan kept working the ball the score came could have been finished with a goal as well but and um, may have been lacking a bit of power up front, more kind of he got everything in the second half for him from play and from freeze. Um, Jack Ryman for the nasty injury actually went over. Saying his ankle, he would plan to play on, couldn't move, then eventually went off. So he wasn't firing right for him. So they're kind of locking in firepower. But like Knolty or Knolty, they'll, they'll keep keeping the game. And like we just had to literally dig deep, deep and got the win and start saving with one three. His thumb of striking was excellent. His wrist work. But Dennis Maron from back line. Come up for a ball at the very end um, as well So like, good win, good to get Like, it was kind of a relegation game In such a way that we could lose that And we're kind of Queen relegation battle and Now we We're kind of a chance now of getting out Maybe Biden The primary as well with this So, see how it goes
3: Yeah, and you know, not to give too much away I think you're sneakily down the power rankings a bit there I'd right? have you that bit further up But I think You know, like you're 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 kind of like cosily coming coming up the fix fe- Coming up the outside rail, there maybe you might have a preliminary, but you yeah, might here, they're, they're, they're a like a well headed cap so. horse. I tell you that much. That's what they're yes, well you know, more. more, You know, <laughs> I, I put stars in that bracket as well, they know exactly what the end game there is now. So, you used a few as well this early, Sean. So, i um, I think you used four subs, wasn't it? So, um, it might yeah, be James Armstrong
2: moving. also started the game there in the back line. So, we're kind of going through our team, but we kind of added a few to Fermatamida since well now kind of injured in and so... It's the way it's going to be, like especially these games, we're going to four, five subs in these games because they're so intense. Last 10 minutes, that game, the ball is up and down the field. Like, watch, I know, mean, watching a few lads text me, to are watching a club and said, Geez, the balls in play there are non stop. Last 10 minutes. it's just action packed, like, you no know, one that's great. to both teams, more fitness, the both teams, well, like,
3: absolutely. And I suppose, Garrett, just on the, the final stage, it'll be Clinalty versus Kildangan. Um, Where they have Clenolte at all, their form is just so in and out this year. They look so impressive at times. And then, you know, like losing a North final, kind of turning up then the the first game and then kind of, you know, suffering that defeat kind of late on yesterday as well. And now they have another must-win game versus Clenolte. And, and,
4: look, I'd I never write Klouti off, but this is one game now in two weeks' time. Klang will win it, and we're going to be bold enough to say it. K- Klang that turned up in the second half yesterday, lads, it was absolutely scary, and I mean scary. Now, I know, obviously, Bursley were probably a bit sidetracked with Brendan going off, and they did loads of positioning changes, but when the real Klang and turn up, lads... um. They're they're absolutely scary the way they're able to swing ball around. Clanauti again, they kind of flattered to Steve yesterday. and uh, they had plenty of chances. Jitted did loads of wides. I was watching the game last night, loads of wides. They didn't have enough outside Cottle Burke either um, going forward. And again, turles they were cat and mouse. It, like, it was like turles knew, right, we'll turn on here for the last five minutes, get a couple of scores again. Darrell second was unbelievable. But Killangan for me will beat um Clenauti. and Killangan. Um they'll they'll go through um automatically in, into a semi quarter final. They reverse Lee and Torles geez. I, I couldn't call that. Now, Torles will be safe enough. They won't get relegated, so they won't have to or won't have to go into relegation. They'll have the 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 the, the Trump card, obviously, but uh will be Clinalty. That, that that I'm very sure of now. Like, again I no disrespect to anyone from Clanalty, just I didn't see enough of him yesterday.
3: That's fair, that's fair enough. And I suppose Bars Bar versus Sars, then that's the third round game here. That's going to be a cracker again winner pro- Winner tops the group, gets a final Well, Sars have their preliminary but the preliminary. Um,
2: we would knock, would knock Boris out. Or sure, if Sars and Klangen win, Boris Klangin, so that's you yeah, know. that's
3: a soccer Saturday moment. There isn't it? Um, kind of you know yeah. those, those two games going. Um, you know, like you'll you'll have to be watching the both of those in in pairs because yeah, anything could happen there. Geez, that'd be a perfect Friday night fair lads or something like that. You know, Mayor,
4: I, I I'll say it to the powers of being clubber there. See if we can get a panel on a couple of um maybe the likes of uh, John Lachie and the lads come in. and talk Gillette soccer, today. Gillette, the Saturday <laughs> or something. Yeah,
3: right? selling's a loose end there now. So just... <laughs> yeah, but definitely, and I suppose with all these round three games as well. Um, Barry, you know the drum group where they don't have to be together or whatever, but um. The other three groups, there's everything's to play for. So the, all those are going to throw in at the one time. You think, well, yeah. You know, like so, I'm. You know, that's going to add to the excitement and the the suspense of it as well. There could be. I remember the know club said, Mary's, we were on the field a couple of years ago, wondering whether we were out or out or in." Such was the tightness, and you could see it really coming down to uh, coming down to the same thing. So that's uh, just going to ask you for your game, game of game of the round round three. So I'll just list them all out. you Drum versus Brackens, which is a dead rubber. Monahone versus Nina. Uh, Monahone need a win to go through. Toome versus Ross Gray. Tomb of that potential, you know, group top and opportunity. My car Kilruan. County champions from 2022 in possible relegation if they lose that. Lockmore versus Upper Church. Routine win for Lockmore, maybe. Holy Cross versus Temple Derry. Uh, Bars versus Sars. And Kildangan versus Clinalty. Just give me one game each. Torres Barsley Torres, Arliss, yeah. Good one, yeah. The same, yeah. We yeah. want to
2: win on our thing, and we so have to win. So that's the pay
3: for you, Stephen. Yeah, you can't look past
1: that one. That's a yeah, that's that's the big it's one. A, that Mulhone Nina will be a, a clash of styles, won't it? You know, Mulhone be tough, and Nina would want to play Hurling. This yeah. some great games on in real in yeah Zina interesting division.
3: to see how Nina approached that one as well like you know if, if Munho and are in that coming down the straight but look time is against us I suppose so we have to move on to the Premier Intermediate Championship the jewel in the crown of the Tipperary Hurling Hurling Championship as well this one's all over lads because I was watching Lauren killing all in the stadium on <laughs> on Sunday and they both you know Lara, Lara won out in the end um look mad for goals kind of back to their best and all that they look excellent but you know if they don't win at Kilran or all well could as well at, at stages they look like the likeliest winner as well but I was really impressed by the standard here. For me Kilnow are, are the standout
4: team I know I was actually speaking with uh with Mr. Kennedy the Laura goalie there today and he was completely talking down Laura um yesterday I already got a couple of handy goals at the right time and I tell you one thing you make a politician no problem yeah. but um... a lot of wides as well they did but Laura, Laura and Kilnall for me are two standout teams at Prem Intermediate and it would be the winner look if they met again I'd say Kilnall will overturn it but Jesus the right game I watched it back again last night and Jesus like you couldn't like I know we had loads of good games at the weekend but that'd, that'd be right up there and um, yeah look listen two, two of the best teams and I think Kilnall will have enough if they meet again they'll have enough to turn it over but again you could never write Laura off either
3: exactly and the other the other um, game that one was gotten. Who I I suppose I thought it'd be a routine win over Port Row, but Garrett, um, Port Row now are one of the few teams that are actually confirmed for relegation. Um, you know that's look they've had a tough run, but look they're in relegation now. So just your thoughts on them. Yeah, look.
4: I suppose they're probably everyone's favourites to be one of the four, obviously with two boys, AJ and Ruan missing, and obviously any any club missing those have in serious trouble. But I will be honest here, I thought they were going to give a bit of hocking last night, and um, like Gartner who last year's beaten county finalists, Portroe got an awful hocking against Killinall. I thought they were going to come down here, and now look, they never lie down. That's Portroe; they never lie down. But I was very impressed with Portroe last night. Um, a three-point defeat against last year's County beaten finalists. Um, look. Like I, I don't want to be nailing my flag to the masters. There's probably two teams, I think, or two standout teams for in relegation at the moment. And we'll get to the other one, unfortunately. And I don't talk about myself, but um portro. But look, uh, come here, look, if poor, the Portro that turned up yesterday, if they if that turns up in the, the relegation semi final, they'll um they could be okay. But at the moment, you'd have to worry from unless there's a miracle with AJ and Ruan coming back, which I don't know. I haven't heard anything actually. So
3: I'll give you a, I'll give you a few minutes rest before we talk about silver mines, and I presume Newport after <laughs> being subjected to that game as well on Saturday. But oh, we'll, come, we'll come back to that later. We'll go to the um group one in this, which is St Mary's Cashel Mine and Ballinara. I suppose first Mine and Ballinara two losers from the first uh, round. Ballinara when that Stephen O'Brien was on the field about twenty seconds, I'd say got a crucial goal. That was just after Connor Bow went off with an injury. I don't know how serious, but that was a double blow for mine and they never recovered. Yeah, yeah it a done. tough, tough time for
1: mine. All right, you know, especially after the first day, they would have wanted to come out and make amends, you know, because it was a poor performance both on the field and off the field. And, um, you know, the hammer blow there with that goal, it's, it's just, you know, when you get in a rush, it's hard to get out of it, you know what I mean? And they seem to be in that rut now. And uh it's just it's just not looking good for him.
3: No, you know, like they did no real kicking him, you know, once that goal went in. Um, you know, in the, in the end, look, they've I suppose like a lot of teams with like this, you've you've a couple of dominant players, and when Bo went off with an injury or stuff, you know, he was you know, that it was just a massive moment. And then Stephen O'Brien, you he, you'd have two more weeks fitness training in him, you know, so by the time know, be looking upwards, they'll be having um, the other game was Cashel and St. Mary's. Cashel finished this one really strong. I think they hit 128 in the end. Uh, both teams missing a couple, uh, St. Mary's and Cashel. But, um, you know, yeah, I was very impressed with with, uh, with Cashel. I wouldn't know quite where to place them behind maybe Lauren Killenall.
0: Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com acast and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com acast. But they would
3: be up there now, I think. You know what? Moore more in coaching them or managing them, whatever one it is. Um. Yeah, they look a good, powerful side, and then, you know I think they'll only get better as the competition goes on. Um.
1: Yeah, I, yeah. I thought it was a good, a good statement win. Um, yesterday I was expecting St Mary's now to turn them over, which uh would cashel down a few lads as well. But that's a that's a huge win, huge statement for them, and they are a big physical team. They're a fit team, you know, and um, like. They'll probably be hurting over the Burgess game last year. Like, you know, they were bullied out of it. And, um, you know, they, they, they'll, they'll want a big response this year from the boys. And they'll be chomping out the bit to get a crack in the knockout stages. And, you know, if they keep going, in, they ha- we have to give them credit. Like, we we were more on mine's case two weeks ago, you know, because they had so many extra men. But you have to give uh, Cash a huge credit this week, you know, for turning over St. Mary's, being down a couple of good players as well.
3: Oh absolutely and you know like they just got they had big performances now St Mary's weren't bad by any accounts they just said you know Mary's were down, down a few as well but like likes of Paddy Fahey I think it full forward it was just a handful the whole game Kyle Quinn mm. there as well and the two Connollys, kind of you know they're just they're coming into their own I suppose as harder so Cashel are probably a, a team to watch for the remainder of this the permutations in this one then just to take St Mary's you could go through with two points and you could go out with four points depending on the score difference going forward for mine, yeah. it's um, straightforward. They have to win to avoid relegation, and Ballina have to win to have a pop at. Well, I suppose they don't have to win a, against um, Cashel, but a win it help, help them a long way. Uh, Ballina, Cashel as well, and Cashel have to win to secure top spot in, in that one. Mine basically have to beat Cashel
4: by what well, they're looking at here 11.
3: Yes, mine, mine versus Mary's in the last game.
4: Sorry, mines versus yep. Marys. Sorry, did they have to win by eleven points? Because an eleven point difference there between Ball and It comes out the head head first, doesn't it?
3: Head to head first,
4: yeah. 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 So like, did the, the, They have to beat Marys by eleven points. Like, not Look, I'm not going to say anything. The miracles aren't going to happen. But Jesus, I cannot see that happen at all. In all reports. I'm speaking with someone from Mine today. Connor Connor will be fine for the game. He won't be playing football at this weekend, but he will be fine for the Marys game. But Jesus, eleven points to beat Marys, with, that that's not going to happen. So mine are probably going to be down there in that relegation semi-final. Um, but come here by now, for him. Like Stephen O'Brien, like literally in space of two minutes, Ball went off, O'Brien came on, game was over, done and dusted. So mm-hmm. big plus, big plus for having him back.
3: Exactly, and I suppose uh the next group, they love, they'll love they need the calculators out in the whole of Carrick for the next couple of weeks, Stephen, with the Davins group as well, we'll come to, <laughs> but uh this one, this one group now, I suppose no team is out in this group as well. So you have Carrick's one, Sarsfield's B, Aero, who got a much needed win, and Sean, Sean, Sean Tracy's there, who are, you know, I suppose bringing up the basement that the moment could could, could go through. Um, again, Sean, Jesus, one one point defeat in the home of Hurling Clonmel against um, Swan. We knew this one was going to be tight.
2: Yeah, we're kind of saying it there in our own shots here during the week. Our Swan's draw, oh, the draw, or a point either way? and that's what thought would be until the free at the end like gave of the draw and you gave a free for shoulder shoulder like that's got a risk fuck me this was scandalous. like the shoulder shoulder I watched the back that's the like, times though go the game up 14 second draw that was it gave the free blew it up like you no. Know, so that's the way it is in them it games oh, that,
3: you know that changed the dynamic of the group yeah. completely you know um, that, but um, again
2: um, we our own with a lot of ourselves we win the first half and then we're two points up couldn't in more up in the second half as well just we could have had more scores but it's just Kind of down out last day and literally calculate or pen and paper. Kind of watching what's done in the other game as well, but you know, um, it's, it's a group that gonna happen. I couldn't call it. it's like a Euro coming relegation like that's or it's top to group. It's meant we could be relegated top to group. It's crazy like you know.
3: Yeah, and just um, I don't have written there who's who the Saracens having the last round of this. We're playing Sean so, uh, you I fancy yourselves there, would you? They want a few from the senior, but.
1: Have the last have the last money from it, Saturday night to the season.
2: James Armstrong would have been gone now, with us, so um, another one. So, but he was kind of all the to go. So Mickey has gone back in, probably in half instead of him. So not too bad. at but still, I was up
1: at the match there. I was very impressed with Sars for a long period of time, and I think had they scored, they they had a I can't think of who who it was there, but he had one of a wonderful chance. He broke through from under the hospital and threw one on moment ago. A fantastic save from Kieran Lunnygan, but it should have been finished. And at that stage, they were really on top. They were motoring and cruising. I'd say, but uh, when that goal didn't go in, it just gave us one hope, and you just can't give them any hope. And they kept they, they kept at it and at it, and then the sending off then changed the game completely. um but uh, along with a couple of poor whites from Sars uh, in in the second half when they kind of got got back on top, but but I thought Sars were very impressive. I thought they really were really well, and it, it, for me it's just a matter of can they avoid losing lads to the senior team and I think they'd get over Sean Tracy's comfortable enough yeah and for the Swan then it's Swan
3: A-Rogue that's nearly a knockout game
1: this is a big one yeah, Swan because, you can't know, like, relegation
3: we know that much
1: no they, they're safe they're safe from relegation but winner, a winner a winner takes all this game so this this should be a humdinger of a game um, next weekend or two weeks time you know both, both teams will fancy the chances they'll be confident after the weekend after the slow start and uh, you know, like I think this 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 is potentially be an absolute brilliant game.
3: Yeah, and I suppose two just very, to... they're
2: two very similar teams. They're all against Just from watching both of them back, you know they're, Like they're walking the of same kind of similar style. So this would be a crack. I, I fancy the Swans somehow in no
3: way. And we have the um we have the lonely hearts add up on the Premier View forum for us, anyone from the West who kind of wants to come on and chat and fight their corner as well. Yeah. <laughs> As well, so like you know, maybe for for a uh, round three of the games, we'll have someone from the west on as well to complete the give every, every division their um their fair hearing as as well. But that uh, that ad is still there, so if you want to kind of come on more more than welcome, yeah. So, rogue look, that was a must win game game for me. you know they could easily slid it into relegation. I suppose they still could, but at least they're looking forward now. The last group or the last or uh, second to last group, in that um is. Burgess who have not to do too much now, but are two from two, and I suppose Jesus, I was watching um Burgess Newport lads, and they just took over the second half completely. Newport were as bad as I've seen, you know, because I had high hopes after him grabbing a a draw in the first game, you know that you know even to spring a surprise here to be perfectly honest, if he would have called it a surprise, but. Gareth, oh jeez, were you commentating on this one? Did you have the pleasure of doing this? I was,
2: and
4: unfortunately, it was definitely the worst game I've done since the season started. And there's no disrespect to either team. Look, these things happen. You have bad games, bad days, but I'd say in Newport,er I just said, are just sick, absolutely sick in the stomach. Look, you lose a game. There's no problem losing a game, lads. But like, I mean, when you don't hurl it all, like they did not turn anything on at all. They had one eight yellow cards, one red cards. Um, it's, it was like they had an. It's like there's an agenda before the game or something. They were just fighting left, right, and centre. There could have been there could have been twenty minutes of injury time playing the first half. The ref actually, the, who's the ref? And I can't remember who the ref was, but he blew it up after to 30, thirty-two 30 minutes, and we were laughing in the commentary box.
3: John McCorm- I, said, right I don't. Know.
4: John, I said John, and actually, sorry, it was John? I spoke with John a, 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 after the game, and I say he was just. Sick of it, absolutely sick of it. <laughs> now, a game of Harland did break out eventually in the second half, which was all Burgess lads. Stephen Murray on one leg, he, he basically pulled a hamstring a couple of weeks ago. He scored one, ten, one, two from play, but sure, Stephen Murray's just class. Um, like was, Burgess missed the
3: penalty as well. It was just to sum it up. that was Conor Matney, I,
4: yeah, I have man. to give, a, I have to give a shout out to Ronan and Tucker. He made three with two class saves, and then he saved the penalty from Ronan from Conor and Tucker from Connor Matney. Ronan was very good, but Burgess up until the 50th, no, 45th minute, Burgess only had one score. Stephen Murray had scored everything, and Burgess was, mm-hmm. and Burgess were still well in control. It was one of the most, the strangest games I've ever come across. And it's in Newport, Newport Mines now in a couple of weeks' time, I, I have a feeling to be a backlash coming from Newport, and that's not that's well, not. That's Burgess you
3: know uh, that's a de facto relegation quarter final, Gar, and I suppose look, Silver Mines are, you know, again. Not, not not having a great year, kind of lost both games. Jeez, they got a right-hand in here looking at the result, uh, 218 to 13 points to Clannock Kenny. Jesus, that's, I suppose, just win and then put the year behind you. Um,
4: I don't want to start with this now. Again, look, obviously, I'd be fairly fairly sensitive, obviously, talk yeah. talk, to lads I know and everything, but look... <laughs> like, no, no, no Kenny, Kenny will be up there, as so well, challenging for a Premier League this year. And they probably know that themselves, right, their aim is to get out of the group, but then once you get out of the group, you don't know, but Jesus, it was just, one of the most disappointing forms I've seen from a mine team in, oh, I don't know, a decade or even longer, um, now, I have to say to, to Brian Lawler, and lads, it's the youngest mine team probably in 20 years, now, I had that has to be put on record as well, it's the youngest team I've ever come across in my 15, 20 years, hurling adult turn of the Mines, um, but, I don't know. I I just watched it and I was just in sh- complete shock the last fifteen minutes and we had 13, 14 wides. But this day and age, thirteen or fourteen wides isn't too much like. But most of them came from Jason. So the other the other lads were even creating the chances to hit the wides. You know, it was just brutally disappointing. Clan Kenny fully deserved her two pints, but yeah, I might move swiftly on from that one. Yeah, no, that's
3: <laughs> fair enough. That's a, the, can Newport they can still get through there looking at the Remarkly no or did no they, a big, they, can, they, they can a big swing on um score difference
4: they need 23 points yeah. of the score difference so <laughs> never now, know here listen so, never this know <laughs> This is if it is your championship anything yeah, can that? bloody happen so
3: you don't know <laughs> well alright lads we'll, we'll again we'll move swiftly on after that I suppose because you know another jewel of a championship Stephen you're a bit conflicted for this one so we'll go to you first <laughs> Davin's you let it slip. You had it. You had the chance to go, to to go two from two there, two in straight into, you know, a shot at a quarter final last last game. Uh, Drum in at late late score Friday night kind of leaves you ruin what might have been, and now you know that this this group that's um, all teams I think can go through still.
1: Yes, yeah, the, the frustration today, especially especially after last night's result, is is compounded is even more because we. I'd say we had three opportunities at the end of the game to to get the winner, you know, and and one of the opportunities was our own making. Mikey Whalen came out of the sky with a with a brilliant catch, fifty yards from goal. No one on him except his teammate, who absolutely poleaxed him going for the same ball. So uh, the referee gave a the referee gave a indirect free to us. We talked it. We won it. We got blocked, but Pa won the rebound again and. To be honest, I thought he was going to just tap it over off his left-hand side, but he passed it and we were bottled up and, look, game over. But, yeah, it was a, it was, it was a good game. Good, tough game, now. You know. Like, um, even playing in goal, you can tell how physical and fast it was out in the field. And, look, I suppose to take the positive from a disappointing result is we would have tucked the hand off at the start of the year if you said we'd be going into the, into the um, last game with, with, with basically with, with the ball in our court. Like, you know, um, we'd have been, rightly so, we'd have been everyone's relegation favourites um but you know we're on three points now we have four a chance nine, the next day to top, top our the vale
3: group. Puts you right there
1: yeah yeah and weirdly all three teams can finish all four teams can finish on three points as well and if that happened we'd go through as group winners which which could be crazy but uh, any one of the four teams i think can top the group and any one of the four teams can can be, Relegated as well, so it's so wide open.
3: Game, that is Aravale who had a, a great one point win over Nakavilla, so they're back on the horse now. They're back um, after a heavy defeat in round one. So, again, they them and Drum, what you think would be a knockout game, either way, I suppose the winner that go through and probably the winner the Davins game will go through. Davins and Nakavilla is the easiest way, I suppose, maybe to summarize that group.
1: Yeah, that's it, Jay. And um, fabulous result for Aravale, like a great response after the first day because. I know they were disappointed to go away the first day and Johnny Ryan been missing as well. They knew themselves they were going to get stronger. Mm. So um but I still I, I think Knock Villa were still favourites on the day, and you know they'll be ruined that chance as well. But look, the third does there's, there's three rounds for a reason, and everyone has a crack at it now to get through.
3: Yeah, I suppose onto onto round two where there's an up and coming manager, Michael McCarthy, performing miracles in Kappa White they've won a West Intermediate, I think they uh, their second, they two in a row, and now they've beaten Ballingarry to kind of have one foot in the quarterfinals as well. So Capa White are flying it.
1: Yeah, Capa White are, you know, they've beat Ballingarry last year as well, I think, I was it the year before? Yeah, it
3: so. was last year, yeah.
1: Yeah, so, so yeah. it's not, that's not a major surprise there, Um, but yeah, they're a good team, we played them in, we played them in the County League up in Capo White there early in the year, you know, a right? good, tough game. Um. So, yeah, they're, they're a very good team and uh, you know, they're going to be one of the teams uh, duking it out at the business end.
3: Yeah, yeah I suppose this is a bit like the, in the Premier to me that there's a lot of good teams in one of the groups. So I kind of might, you know, concentrate things a bit, but, uh, you know, they, they have a great chance there to go and, win, go and win the group there. They have to beat Kildangan B to secure the uh, secure win there. Go then look a bit of trouble here in terms of relegation. Again, another West side. They kind of haven't seemed to got... Got going We were missing a few lads Over the summer But they They played Ballangari Now Ballangari win And a Kappa White win They'll go through They'll go through And one and two there But again I'd fancy Ballangari To just get the job done there And I'd be surprised Kildangan B Could they cause a surprise Maybe against Kappa White Last last round There
4: look This is like a, B. Obviously last year Flynn per internet They just seen had a lot more Quality this year They're down a lot of bodies Like Bull Gleeson didn't even start For, for Kylang That's why i was very impressed Kylang get that win At the weekend now Bull only came on About 10 minutes ago um, I'd say it'd be a big shock Now if they did get a win um, They just seem to be Lacking that extra bit Of quality they had The years b- b- before In permanent media But again They're a club that Look they're just as ignorant And I mean that again The nicest possible way Like they won't lie down at all and um, these lads, uh, like Neil Callan, Deadly from Free, and Lacknan, trendy played played senior there most of his life. He got three points played last. Day, DJ McGrath as well. So look, I'm not, I, w- I, w- I wouldn't write them off, but it'd be, I would be surprised if, if they did win.
3: Yeah, exactly. So you know, there's no one guaranteed in relegation from that group either. We move on to Group Three, and I suppose this, I think there is three divisional winners in this group. So you have Money Goal. Boerland, Kilshielin, and poor old Shannon Rovers, who drew the short straw in this group. And I think they're consigned to relegation, um, if I'm not mistaken already. Yep. But, you know, they're the team that probably everyone yeah. else won't want to get in the relegation semi final, whoever they draw on this. Um, you know, uh, Kilshielin kind of took care of Shannon Rovers, 124 to 112. And Boerland played out a very entertaining 319 to 125 draw with money goals. So, again, um Thoughts on this one, lads?
4: Oh, I should um, love this. Bor- 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 oh, oh, hey. and what, we're seven, eight, nine pints up a half time up in Temple Money goal, came back, they were cruising. and got a late goal, and then Mark Fanning did. Mark Fanning, he loves the socks soccer- up around the knee miracles and he loves an old flick here and there, but he got the equalizing point. Um, yeah, I, look, I still think Monagol are going to win this county. Shannon Rovers, for me, would be in the top eight in, in the county. So whoever gets them in, this, in the relegation to the finals, God help them, they'll be fine. But as you say, talk about short straws, like mother of God, like, Jesus, you could not have picked a harder group for the Rovers. Exactly. But, uh,
3: you could say, you know, the, the best three teams in this, no disrespect to anyone else, are actually in this group.
1: Oh, geez, they yeah, are. I, are. Yeah. Absolutely, you'd have that down to the start of the year. They they would have been the best three top three teams in the, in the group, and you know there's the the, the games between themselves have been humdinger's. Like you know, So there's nothing in the first day because and Borland, and then, then um when he got on Borland played out a a humdinger of a draw. Because I've seen the because game, they wouldn't be 20 points, but it was more. If if you if you get what I'm trying to say, it was more of a beating than twelve points. They were cruising in the game and. Where you'd be fearful for money goal, although they are a great team, we played them last year. And to be honest, I'm not going to say we robbed them. I think we deserved to win on the day, but they were a fantastic team, and uh, it's it's the confidence could be the issue with them now going into you know you don't want to be losing games and you know, you don't want to be losing badly either you know and you wouldn't fancy playing them again in a relegation semi final, but they need to make, manage the confidence now you know from losing all the all the games.
3: Absolutely, and I suppose the last group there is, I suppose there's some south interest in this one as well, Stephen. So, Barca Kane on four points, two wins. or inky on two points. They won, you know, the first game versus Bally Bacon. Bally Bacon, I won't say it was a surprising win versus uh, Upper Church, but it, they it was a must-win form in Upper Church bring up the rear in that last year's junior A champions. So, again, they could be the club that's consigned for the relegation playoffs from that group.
1: Yeah, I I have them down as relegated, um, on my Perfect. notes here. So maybe I, I could be wrong on there, but I think yeah, Bacon yeah. range would have. Well, all their friends it. in
3: upper Church, thats Stephen's opinion.
1: <laughs> just I, that. I, but maybe the I mean, numbers not, are not wrong. Maybe I have them wrong. But I, I would have if I was a Ballybakin Grange. Yeah, they're Grange, in the relegated. They're in
3: the the bottom from that group, but they're not relegated yet. Like you know. Oh no no, no! no! Yeah. no! Sorry,
1: sorry. I mean, I mean, I mean they're they're the to finish fourth. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. Sorry. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Apologies to all the Upper Church boys. Next time we am in drum <laughs> <bad>. <laughs> But But uh, no, if I was a Baker man, I would have been looking at that game, thinking that's where we get the win. You know, coming up from from Junior A up to uh, Intermediate, and then losing. Um, James Barry was uh would be a blow to any team, you know. And his experience alone would have been valuable. But so I wouldn't have been too surprised with that result. Um, and I think I I I'd, I'd say it. I suppose I think Upper Church are probably you know, they're probably the team you'd want to meet in a semi final of the relegation if you got there yourselves.
3: Yeah, and I actually just looking at the table there, man, maybe a twenty point win for Upper Church in their last game versus Boris can might get him out of it. But uh, you know, <laughs> again put it on the dressing room wall, I suppose if you know some the motivation there. Um on that one. Right, lads, I suppose that's that's all the games re- reviewed and previewed. How are you going to watch all these games, Gar?
4: um I've, i'm gonna have a big round table meeting with jimmy and larry in the morning to um make sure we've split screens and to let soccer saturdays and everything i look i don't know and like as you said earlier on like i, d- I didn't even consider it for most of these uh, group games are going to be on at the same time yeah. so like i know from a clubber point of view i don't know what i don't know what the lads are going to do um like we're probably we're probably like we we're actually talking there this morning and saying look trying to just cover the meaningful games. But sure, then we've got the pen and paper, we realise there's 22 meaningful games. So um, it could be a thing. I know there's 33 games on in total in Clubber uh, the weekend got, gone across five counties. There could be... I wouldn't put past Jimmy's G- 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 man as a brush. He could, could have all 22 games on Clubber Um, in two weeks' time. But look, there'll probably be 14, 16, if not more. I don't know, but all ah, lads come here like i i i think i i think he put it up there on twitter or something there yesterday like it has to be this year anyway it has to be the most competitive club championship in any code, in any county in the country and look again i i have been fairly critical towards the county board last couple of years just as an as american and the, I'm kind of exciting things and other bits and bobs but what they've done in the last year or two obviously we did the regrade of the 16 They've, they've turned the, the social media and marketing sightings around unbelievably. I just think we have this absolute cream of the crop here. And it's not going anywhere. And I just hope to God nothing changes with the inter scene because this is, like I'm 33 now on Wednesday, so you can hold the birthday cards there for a couple of days. But this is by far the greatest championship I've ever seen in my, my time on, on this planet. So, yes, it's like that. It
3: has and well, it has the certainty there's no one they're going to be playing, you know, the three games are mapped out and every probably two, two weeks after that, it gives, you know, the certainty that was surely lacking, you know, for years. And, you know, it was just really bad at times. You could have won game in April or whatever, won championship division and then nothing again to August, September. And then, you know, three games in a week, whatever, like, whatever, like that. So it just gives so much certainty. But the quality has definitely gone up as well. And some of the clips that are going up as well, I should have said, James Peter McGarry, the goalie got yesterday as well. You know, in a normal club weekend, you'd be looking, you know, it'd be going it'd be going viral, but it was just, just brilliant to standard seeing the crowds in, in care again. Last night, and the crowds at the club, you know, like generally they're really good and the weather's playing ball a bit. You know, it's, it's turning that, that'll only build and grow as well.
4: I come here, just on that, like I suppose a lot of counties I suppose last over the last couple of years when COVID went away or whatever, they were kind of reluctant to go to the streaming. And I could see the point in it, right? we're ringing stream and lads aren't going to go to games and they're not going to spend the money but lads, the crowds at the games have just been incredible and like obviously the figures for, for Clubber are, are are doing decent enough as well, the viewing figures, like it, it just goes to show if you get the product out there, you market it right and you produce it right, the players in the field will always produce the goods so it's up to the people to talk to talk obviously with their hands on their laptops and, and with their feet at games. Like the crowds at games have been, just been phenomenal so just fair play to all the all the people in, in their clubs and the neutrals and everything going to the games, it's just been incredible so yeah, long made last, yeah. Exactly. And I just
2: think on on the crowd, I think it's because, like during the week now, I watch back more games again on club. I'm like, geez, and then I go to games and then you watch them back again, like it's not affecting football, I think, watch them. Yeah. but it's bringing more people to the games because I see an intermediate game where jeez as a cracker, I tip in so I watch that and then watch another game back. Like, that's the way yeah, it is, it's, isn't it?
3: It's, it's building a bit of a relationship with the games you can see, with the championships yeah. as well. You know, it's getting you involved because you're, you're watching teams and, you know, the scores as well you're tracking progress as well so I said look this is all part of it the podcast plays a very small role in it as well and the social media great job it's all promotion so I'll, I, mean, I
4: I'm just want to mention as well so to, to yourselves, look, I know I'm a guest here and everything, but like obviously in Clubber, we're sharing all our stuff on social media and put our clips out. And obviously, look, the views are incredible. Like on my own Instagram page, I think of 300,000 views on a few videos I put up in the last four weeks. It's mental, but fair play Chief, for sharing and resharing and giving credit and everything because look, Clubber are obviously trying to make an investment here with the county board, but everyone needs to play their part. And that's not people going to games and resharing it. But yourselves, like you, you don't just play a small part as controversial as you are, <laughs> and <laughs> you, you play a fair part, so fair play to you. And again, look, long may all these relationships last,
3: exactly. Thanks, a bit. and I, I suppose the last big shout out to Clam as well, um, in their maiden junior A South final. Stevens looking over the shoulder there. Uh, Clam is going to become the new powerhouse of Hurling there with the noisy neighbour start up as well. So <laughs> they've really a good win over Care as well. So, Colm's crew who would be on now and again, so you know, uh. uh fair fair play to them lads plenty of action now you've all given your game of the week from the from the senior. so look we'll be keep keeping an eye on the, on the socials and all that but uh thanks a million
4: um, yeah, just before we go, that's just a small announcement. I suppose from Clubber and kind of in conjunction with CK Streaming. Um, we had a chat today, and we're going to be bringing live county final previews. Um, for the Hurling and football, um, it's going to be in association with the Hibernian inside Nina. Um, so look, whenever obviously the closer to the dates, we, we'll announce it over social media. But we're going to be having, um, I suppose for the Hurling, you, you'll have someone from the mid, north, south, eastern, east, and west, or east and west, cheers, north, south, mid, and west. Um, it'll be a live show you can buy tickets going to it and I suppose look what we're going to be doing is selling the tickets obviously for the live event and all proceeds will be going to the Dylan Quirk Foundation um, for both the Hurling Finals and the Football Finals so just want to say thanks very much to Ciarán Morris inside the Hibernian Inn and Clover and CK Streaming and hopefully look closer to time we'll announce more details but look this should be absolute belters bit of crack a bit of fun in the night and obviously good, more money raised for the Dylan Quirk Foundation
3: Exactly. Thanks, for the Fair fair play to all involved in that great cause and you know the Cork Foundation have a few events going on over the summer, so if you see the bucket or whatnot, so I can give a few quid. Thanks all lads. Down lads.